Out the podcast, we put abilities in JoJo's as our adventure up against each other in a randomized bracket to determine what state is objectively the best. <laughs> is that good? Is that, is that keepable? <laughs> You've done it worse and made me keep it, so yeah. <laughs> My name is Kingdom, but I use he, him pronouns. <laughs> you just said, but I use he, him pronouns. <laughs> but unfortunately uh, my name is cat and i use she her pronouns um <laughs> reflection <laughs> welcome to round three of the podcast <laughs> where we're almost done and <laughs> this is the first time in a while that we're recording multiple in one sitting is it? Yeah, actually. Oh, is that why we're dying right now? I hope that's why. If if there's another reason that I don't know about, I'm going to be scared. Uh, did you say reflection? Because right now we're reflecting, reflecting on our performance so far this reflecting episode. Reflecting on my past mistakes. <laughs> like talking to me. <laughs> like being in the God of Memorized Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against them. Everything against me. <laughs> Um, in this round of the podcast, we talk about stands in three different criteria and determine which one is the best out of the three. Basically, whatever we want. The first criteria is reflection. We look into a deeper. We look into a deeper dive. In, we look in. We look. Reflections. <laughs> reflections a deeper dive into the symbolism of the stand and how it relates to the user and the stand's reference. Was that a bit? No. Okay. The second criteria um, is arc. We look at the story arc or arcs in which a stand and their user are present, and how impactful they are on their specific arcs, and just how good their stories are. I hope everyone has a good time hanging out. <laughs> um, lastly, we look at the vibes and the, like what kind of vibes does the stand put off, and if they're if they're golden or if they're toxic, <laughs> and if we and then we cut the toxicity out of our lives. Or sometimes we don't. Yeah, sometimes we have to deal with it. I mean, I ha- have any poison stands made it through? I don't know, because I haven't updated the bracket. And you should do that. I mean, that's why... No, I- Speed King beat Green Day. True. But Purple Haze beat Doobie Y, I think, so... Well, Shotkey number one would never beat anything, so... Speaking of stands, this week what on Standoff... T- stands are manifestations of your fighting spirit, and they're mm. called stands because they stand beside you. Then can you explain Harvest to me? <laughs> That's the first stand we're talking about today. It's going up against Cream, and then we're talking about Paisley Park versus Hierophant Green. It's funny, because you stand inside of Cream, and Paisley Park is your cell phone. So, Abdul, kind of full of shit. <laughs> what about Harvest? Harvest is a lot of stands that are beside you. He's got a lot of spirit. In George Joestar, they're dogs. <coughs> or a dog? I don't remember. <laughs> a bunch of dogs. Fun fact. Yo, you from but, Long Island? But the, what? The way you said dog. Dog? <laughs> um, they, they look like they, they're, they're yellow with, with darker stripes, so they look like bees, so they're rock humans. Yo, Shigechi like kind of looks like a rock human with his dang head. No, he just looks like Lisa Simpson. 
That's mean. <laughs> to who? Sketchy. <laughs> he doesn't play the dang saxophone. He should. He doesn't talk to cool. Lady Gaga. What? There's the the one episode everyone refers to when they talk about how the Simpsons got bad was when the, when the episode Lisa goes Gaga. Okay, I saw a Lady Gaga concert once. Nice. Uh-huh. How was it? It was pretty good. She, she put on a good show. It was like 2010 or 11. Damn. I was 13. I was 15 or 16. Harvest. Reflection. It's a bunch of bees. No. They can't fly. But Harvest voice actor is named Brian Beacock. So. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. You're right. So actually... It ha- they have to be bees. What are you talking about? They're bees. They have bee-shaped bodies. They have six limbs. They have stingers. They have stingers in their forehead. <laughs> they also got big thoraxes or whatever. I'm just saying, they're not they, actually bees. They say he-he, just like bees do. Like, I don't know. Harvest is Kingdom's bee son. Shout out to whatever episode of the podcast was titled Harvest is Kingdom's bee son. Wait, is that, wait, did that, do we actually do that? Do we just recycle bits all the time? Yeah, we never, ever since round two of the bracket ended, we have not made an original joke. Um, Mm. episode, oh, oh no. No, no, that's not what it was. It was, it was, um, it was Yo-Yo Ma's My Pickle Son. Damn. All right. Ruling the joke stands. (laughs) (laughs) It counts. It counts. We need to talk. We need to actually make this episode of the podcast happen. The reflection is nothing. Uh, he steals and Shigechi's a uh, thief. Shigechi is a little weird baby boy. The, 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 the song is called Harvest and the stand harvests coins and stickers. So I guess he gets some points there. There's no real reflection back to Shigechi. Yeah. Oh, I remember the song. I remember that I listened to Harvest Moon by Neil Young instead of Harvest by Neil Young, because those are two different songs. Goddamn clown. It's not my fault that Neil Young doesn't think of names. They're two different things. It's your fault for not reading. Nope. Do you have anything else to add to Harvest Reflection? I have beef with Neil Young now. Um, What about Young Neil from Scott (laughs) Pope? I've never seen Scott Pilgrim. Bro, it's solid. I'm sure it's it on Netflix now. I don't have Netflix. <laughs> Do you want to borrow my dad's? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I have nothing else to add to reflection. Let's talk about Ark. Shigechi dies. <laughs> the Ark is Shigechi is friends with Okiyasu and Josuke, and then they're like, "Damn, maybe we shouldn't steal so much money and be weird." No, sorry. Then they're like, Shigechi's just a stupid little baby boy. We're going to take all the money for ourselves and go. And then Shigechi's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then he injects alcohol directly into their bloodstreams. He gets the teenagers drunk, which probably illegal. I and don't he know. also drinks. He just has a flask of whiskey that he's taken slugs of. I don't know the laws on things. I'm pretty sure injecting anything into people is illegal. Certainly. It's certainly assault. Also, the drinking age is 20. So, they're all getting underage drunk. Fucking dick. And, yeah, he's... It's a fun arc. The Shigechi fight is cool because, again, 
uh, it's like the second colony stand and the more interesting colony stand in part four, I think. Or maybe the mm-hmm. third, because Pearl Jam also. It's Pearl like Jam, I, I guess Pearl Jam counts. Pearl Jam's more of a, I don't know, sure, sure. Right, like heart. Um, you good? I'm trying to remember the words bad company in that order. Bad company is like an okay colony stand that like takes advantage of the fact that it has multiple members but harvest is really like okay this is what these can do they can like make a carpet that a user can ride around on they can split up and do stuff because we just see bad co fighting in a single room harvest is really neat arc wise because it's the first time we see something like this fully taken advantage of yeah i i scroll down and i'm looking at a picture of shigechi and i don't like it Shigechi sucks. I don't like him. I, yeah, I'm not a fan of the boy. I'm sorry for judging him because he's ugly, but he's very—he's a very ugly design. He's drawn kind of grotesquely. Um, like if they gave him real hair, I would be perfectly fine with the design. Fine. But it's the fact that instead of hair, he has like flesh spikes, like Lisa and- Simpson. And at this point, if someone was to redraw him with hair in the same design, I would hate it more, is the thing. Right, you can't cover it up the sins. Yeah, while I hate the flesh spikes, they're there in my mind. Um, Are we done with um, reflection? I was doing a thing. I thought we were on arc. Oh, yeah, arc, yeah, that... Stop being a Discord mod. No, my brain just and moderate shut off. our podcast. I saw I saw this picture of Yasuo's dog, who's apparently also named Josuke, and I was like, "Fuck it, that's a good picture of a dog." Also, imagine your imagine your crush naming your dog naming your dog after you. That's why she gives him the name Josuke, though, because he reminds her of her dog. Is that an insult? No, that sounds like an insult. I really like this. Um, Josuke is the name of several characters. It may refer to Josuke Higashikata, Norisuke Higashikata the fourth, Josuke Higashikata, or Yasuo's dog. <laughs> What's the difference between the last two? Whoa, fucking got him, dude. Um, Harvest arc is fine. Shigechi blows up and is the impetus for basically the plot of part four. After... Yeah, he's the one that, I mean, a bunch of other people die, but he's the one that gets them mad. Right, because they knew him. Murder's okay unless it happens to somebody you know. That's the moral of part four. Yeah. Oh, it was okay until they met, um, girl. That I don't remember her name now. Raimi Sugimoto. Yeah, Raimi. It was okay until they met Raimi, and then like, oh, we know you now, but you were murdered before, so it like kind of doesn't count. Oh, Shigechi died, now it counts. It's really cool that they put her in part four. I think that's a really cool reference to George Joe Star. Mm-hmm. Shut up vibes be vibes <laughs> be i don't even feel be vibes from them i feel like mosquito vibes the new kind of got mosquito vibes because of the hypodermic needle that comes out of their forehead i don't like that the needles from their forehead that's the biggest thing it's fine and like the the butt part is rarely seen in like how they're framed true so they kind of just look like uh like pill bugs <laughs> true cute I don't like... Harvest feels like something I would like more, but I don't really like Harvest vibes. That's understandable. What about you? I I like them. I think they're little bug boys. I think Harvest is cute. Yeah, they can be. But you were just saying you didn't like it, so what's the I don't, truth? 
I don't like them nearly as much as one may think I do. Fair. You do like Wild Honey, though. The pretend she's a Star stand. Pretend? <laughs> Real. True. Let's talk about Cream. Okay, talk to me about Cream. I'm very tired of talking all of a sudden. <laughs> I feel you there. Um, Cream is the secondary major man antagonist of Part 3. <laughs> kind of. I mean, Cream's the penultimate boss. I wouldn't say it's the secondary antagonist. I would. Um, Stand of Vanilla Ice, the the rapper we all know, <laughs> for his songs Ice Ice Baby and his movie uh, Cool as Ice. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that yet? No. It was part of your homework before we talked about Cream again to watch Cool as Ice. <laughs> was Vanilla it? Ice. Was yeah. it? It was everyone's homework. They should have done it by now. I mean, everybody else did. I just didn't. He um, he almost murders a woman by scaring her horse while she's on it, and then he gets mad at her. Why? Because, he, I don't know, he's part of a motorcycle gang? I don't fucking know. <laughs> you can tell he wrote it, and he tried to make himself look as cool as possible. <laughs> it's the dumbest shit ever. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, cream Reflection. He destroys things i don't fucking know cream reflection is nothing there's no reflection to cream the band iraqi just wanted to do the vanilla ice cream pun there's no reflection to the user vanilla ice vanilla ice is a vampire cream is a weird void demon cream in case people don't know or don't remember cream floats around while devouring his own self and has a sphere around him that warps, that just destroys everything around it and puts it in the void, like the hand. But much more destructive and less uh, utility with it. Yes. Except it's invisible, which is scary. It can be invisible if it wants to be. If it fully consumes itself like an Ouroboros. <laughs> just like, not going to say just like Homestuck on this podcast anymore, I don't think. I think, yeah, that's a habit you gotta quit. I mean, Everything else is fine, but we can't say just like Homestuck anymore. <laughs> True! Um, okay, fucking... There's no real reflection. The arc is... Vanilla Ice shows up and he's like, Yo, Dio, people are breaking into your house. And Dio's like, Alright, you're a vampire now. Go fuck him up. And then he's like, Okay, I'll go fuck him up. And then he kills Abdul and Iggy and gets killed by the sun. The he's actual defi- sun, not the stand yeah, the sun. Not the stand the sun. Uh, he's definitely one of the more competent members of Dio's crew. <laughs> True. He's also the only one, I think, that he actually turns into a full vampire, which is neat. Also um, true. You want a fun fact? I, I might have mentioned this fact. before. I might have mentioned this before when we talked about uh, Cream or Tenor Sax. But in the Capcom game... Uh, I don't know specifically which one. <laughs> um, Capcom gives Cream and Tenor... Because they're the only Part 3 stands that don't have a tarot card. Capcom makes them tarot cards. Oh, that's wild. That's so there's a tarot cool. card for Cream and Tenor Sax. I like that. I don't. I you see it? It's very small. If you can send it, yes. Oh, I do see it now, actually. I'm looking at the trivia. I'm also looking at the trivia that says... <laughs> there's a pun where vanilla ice cream's user is placed in front of the cream the result of the words vanilla ice cream which i just find very quaint and funny 
That that is that that does happen. They they are vanilla ice cream, mm-hmm. which is the best flavor of ice cream. No butter pecan. Fuck you. All right, fucker. I mean, of the base three, of the Neapolitan trio. Then you're correct. Yes, but you just. Those are the only three flavors. I'm angry. <laughs> There's the when this isn't Codename Kids Next Door. We're not talking about the fourth flavor. But there's more than four flavors. The fourth flavor. What was the fourth flavor? Uh, they never say. It like cuts off before number five explains it. I'm looking into this. It was yellow. It was like golden. It is yellow. Maybe it's lemon. I think the point of it is that it's something that no one's tasted before. But okay. When he was com- recommissioned, Number Zero felt a craving for Blurpleberry ice cream, claiming it to be the closest thing to the actual fourth flavor he ever tasted. That's not a thing either, though, is the thing. It's probably just salted caramel ice cream. The Blurpleberry Supreme is- Well, that implies the existence of just normal caramel ice cream. Yeah. So that means there's at least five flavors. No! It's of the- It's a fourth of the base flavor- You're- Pissing me off. According to number five, the fourth flavor was a flavor of ice cream created by the dessert monks that existed along with the original three flavors, chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. It was so delicious that most people were deemed unworthy to taste it, so it was hidden away in the in the lost temple of the fourth flavor. You don't even know your fucking lore. I'm so sick of your shit. Alright, so standoff's gonna be ending in the spring. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Next. Alright. Alright, so look forward to our new podcast, Codename Kids Next Lore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, there might be there might be a real-world explanation for the fourth flavor. I don't care. We need to fucking... Okay, if we know it, fine. Fine, because I won't be able to stop thinking about it. Just say it. In real life, when ice cream was first being sold and made in North America in the mid-1800s, Butterscotch was a flavor ma- being majorly sold along with vanilla, chocolate, and strawberry. And butterscotch is yellow. There's no known reason for its discontinuation around the 1900s, but hypothetically, the show alluded to it. Thank you for joining us for the first episode of Codename Kids Next Lore. That'd be a good show. I'd, I'd listen to it. <laughs> I'm not going to make a show called Codename Kids Next Lore. Free <laughs> idea. Anybody um, can take it. Arc. Cream Arc. I, we already said it. Cream v- vibes. Yucky. What? Uh, I mean... Because he's constantly chewing on his own goddamn feet. I was going to say otherworldly. In, like, a cool way. I don't like vanilla ice, but I think cream's really cool. Fair. Chewing on his own feet. I don't like it. Next. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, not next. Har- uh, cream wins, I think. Yeah, cream wins. <laughs> cream's cooler than Harvest. Harvest's kind of shitty. <laughs> Harvest is Harvest was strong enough they're, to fight through two rounds of the podcast. It beats Silver Chariot. Yeah, they're very, they're very different. Mm-hmm. I think Cream wins. I agree that Cream wins, and that brings us to Paisley Park versus Tyrefin Green. Paisley Park wins. Thank you for joining <laughs> us for this episode of Standoff. No. Let's talk next about next episode or two exclusive things to talk about. Do you got to talk about Paisley Park or the new chapter? All right, Paisley Park reflection. 
Paisley Park is a stand that goes on the internet and it looks like Google Maps. It it physic those are two separate things. It both goes on the internet and physically looks like Google Maps. <laughs> so that's a good reflection. Um, it has the same hair as its user. True, and the beads. That goes along with same hair. Yeah, it's the same hair. I know, hairstyle. but like, even when she was a little girl, did she have the beads in that? Let me look. I'm looking at the page. She did. Damn, Yasuho, you keep that style. It's a good one. She had the same dress too. Okay, never mind, Yasuho, you gotta change your outfit. <laughs> That's Yasuo, so that it's, could... been ele- it's been 11 years. You have to watch that. We'll get there in a second, okay? I I think the reflection's good. It shares the color palette with Yasuho. It is immediately reflective of what the ability that it has is. Um, I don't know if it's very reflective on the print song Paisley Park. Like, it doesn't it's look very... like a Paisley pattern. It's as busy it... as a Paisley pattern is, but... The song's very good. I like that song. Mm-hmm. It's probably... One of my favorite Prince songs. I don't like very many of them. Yeah, you've said that before. Oh, oh, wait! I didn't. I didn't realize this. There's a Easter egg. Oh, Rocky left us an Easter egg. Um, Paisley Park is a song, and it was released as a single back when. Uh, you know when um there were B sides. Yeah. Um, the B side of Paisley Park was a single called "She's Always in My Hair." Okay. So, Paisley Park canonically lives in Yasuo's hair. No, she lives in Yasuo's cell phone. <laughs> this is a known fact. But yeah, so I think I think there's solid reflection. I think some of what I said was a stretch, but I'm also biased. But there's also enough there for it to be good. Oh, yeah. There's good stuff there. I'm getting this fucking ad again. That's a picture of wet bread, and it says put vinegar on bread and leave it in your garage. Here's, and then it cuts off. I'm going to show you the ad I got, and it's going to... Oh, my God, it just moved. Hold on. This is important, because I don't know what this is, but I know it's $290. (laughs) What is this? I think that's a massager. Oh, is that what they call them? (laughs) No, like, actually. (laughs) Not a horny one. Why is it $290? Because it's a good one. It's a good one. Um... Paisley Park arc. Paisley Park arc. So in the most recent chapter of Jojolian that came out on the 19th, right? Yes. Um, Sounds right. Four days ago, the 18th. The 18th through the 19th shows Yasuho as a little girl going to summer camp that she hates. And she's on her cell phone the whole god dang time. Um, she was born in 1992, so the funny, all females born after 1993, no joke, doesn't apply. Uh, true. Also, she has a cell phone in 1992. Or no, 1990- this is in, like, 2000. <laughs> sure. Cell phones she- didn't exist. It's like a flip phone, dude. That's when they made fossils. Okay. Um, yeah, so she's at camp, she's on her cell phone, and the antagonist of the part rolls up, and he's like hey, I'm trying to find these people. And she's like, why don't you just Google it? And he's like, I don't know what that is. And then Paisley Park kind of appears and she does a good internet search, which is kind of like how in part five, um, Giorno was able to activate gold experience before he actually had gold experience under like intense emotional duress, which is cool. I wonder what that means about like how she got Paisley Park. I think she just awakened to it when like she needed it, right? Because the same thing happened to Giorno. Yeah, I, I mean, that's very fitting for the stand it is. 
Yes, it's a stand with oh. a lot of utility. It is, yeah, it's just that. It's like, it goes into the internet and finds stuff and, like, can communicate through electrical wires and manipulate electronic devices. And it can also give you a prompt on your phone that's like, yo, do you want a banana or a flashlight? And then you select the one that you want and it gives it to you and it'll I always want, be helpful. I want banana. Mm-hmm. Monkeyflipvideo.mp4. Yeah, uh, you didn't mention the, you mentioned the main antagonist of the part walked out of the forest. You didn't mention the forest was labeled with one sign that says warning bees. It's an important warning. It is because he's the bees. He is, he is bees. If you're oh, a rock wait, no, human, it, your mom's it, a bee. It says warning bee. So yes, he is the bee. <laughs> a warning singular bee. That's what it says. I know it does. It's very good. I hate that. There's a giant bee that lives in the forest. It's him. It's that man. Yasuo, get away. Yeah, so that's... And then Yasuo grows up, and Paisley Park's just kind of there. She's kind of just very helpful and useful throughout all of Part 8, and almost gets flushed down the toilet. (laughs) Yeah, true. And that's basically it for Paisley Park. Yeah, it's a very good arc. Yasuo's probably my favorite character in Part 8. This is a good screenshot I took. I'll share it. It's just a panel. Mm-hmm. Warning B. He's holding... It's the main antagonist. He's holding a rock that's on fire. No, it's... He's uh, stone free and he's crushing a quarter. Vibes. Paisley Park vibes. Google map vibes. The song Paisley Park reminds me of the, the stand Paisley Park. Hell yeah. Honestly, understandable. Uh, 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 Hierophant Green? Hierophant Green, the stand from part... I still really love... Sorry, I was looking at the pictures of Paisley Park, and I still really love this one where she's, like, opening the syringe, where she's got the little tiny mouth. This is my favorite one. You probably see it, too, but it's where she... Her head turns into the dang globe. Mysterio head, yeah. And confirms that we're not in George Joe Star Universe. Confirms that we're not in Pangea land, yeah. Imagine, imagine she does that, and it's Pangea land. You should make that edit. And part seven was Pangea land the whole time. Clockwise, I, I know you're caught up on podcasts now. I'll listen to our plea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just Paisley Park yelling at Yasuo to read George Joestar. <laughs> That's where you'll find the answers. It's there. Oh my god, you're right. Hierophant Green, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. So the Hierophant Tarot card is about tradition and convention. Basically, that's the gist of it. Um, I don't... Do you got anything? I mean, the user of Hierophant Green, Noriaki Kakyoin, which apparently wasn't supposed to be his name. The fuck was it supposed to name be? Um... I don't know how I got that sentence, but it worked out. Let me see if I can find it. So it was. I've never heard. It was Tenmei. Tenmei. Yeah. So Noraki, uh, Noraki, or Noriaki and Tenmei are written the same, but read differently. Um, and Araki refers to him as Tenmei, but the translation team went with uh, Noriaki because they're read the same way, and it wasn't clear, which is how similar to how Kei Nijimura from Part Eight was called. Kyo yeah, yeah, Kyo, Kyo Nijimura was, was called Kyo for 10 years. Nate, or, I mean... And then they were like, no, it's actually K. 
Noriaki and Tenmei are very different, though. I don't know how Japanese works, but that's wild. I, I mean, kanji can be read differently, so if there wasn't any... What's it called? Furigana? The little, the, like, proper reading written about the kanji, then you don't know, and you just have to go with what you think is correct. Tenmei or figure out context. Be, I like Noriaki more. You like Noriaki more because it's what we know. If it was Tenmei from the beginning and you found out it was supposed to be Noriaki, you would be saying that you like Tenmei more. No. <laughs> Ten, Tenmei reminds me of Tenten. It makes me sad because Tenten never gets screen time. Tenten's really cool during the Great Ninja War. Did you ever see... Oh, I gotta find that. There's a screenshot of the... Whatever the fuck the, the Rockley thing is, where they're all like very cartoony. Hmm? The Rock Lee miniseries. I don't know what you're talking about, my friend. Anyway, it, it's it's very cartoony and is a picture of Rock Lee in the subtitles and Ten Ten's on the side. And the subtitles say, uh, cameraman, zoom in farther so Ten Ten's out of the frame. <laughs> mean. <laughs> cruel. Rip Ten Ten. Rip to her, but we're different. Um... Yeah, reflection for Hierophant Green ain't shit. There's nothing. Like, a ca- oh, sorry. Kakyoin is a good schoolboy who is very into school and the tradition and artifice that surrounds it. And so that's the I'm only sh- thing. that. And they're both green. I'm sure if I was in a different mood, I would say some shit about <laughs> um, the Hierophant being a bridge between heaven and earth and, and Kakyoin being a, the... Dead. connecting thing between yeah dead and also being the connecting thread between the Stardust Crusaders and Dio but mm-hmm. I don't care enough to get into that. I mean Paul Nareff also had a flesh bud. He wasn't the first one though. True. Let's talk about uh, Ark. I mean jo- Joseph's, goes from the, a- <laughs> Joseph's the connecting thread between the Stardust Crusaders and Dio. Anyway let's talk about Ark. <laughs> Okay. Kakyoin's character arc is that he goes from alive to dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, he shows up and he has a flesh bud and he's a very mean and very evil boy. And then they take the flesh bud out and then he's a funny weirdo and then he dies. He, th- I mean, it, it's not that fast, but he's a very cool guy. Mm-hmm. He gets injured at one point and everyone's very scared. Yeah, um, he gets blinded and then the Speedwagon Foundation gives him robot eyes. I hope that's what happens. What do you mean you hope that's what happens? That's what happened. Does he get robot eyes? Let me... Is that a, th- is that a thing? I always assumed they were robot eyes. I thought they just fixed his dang eyes. I they just got an optometrist in the house. <laughs> I don't think optometrists can do that. Um, he slashed across the eyes and out of condition for a while. And then it does... I guess he travels. I guess they just got injured, but like he's got some pretty intense scars. Like his eyes got cut. Yeah, but they're badass now. Um, he's an okay gamer. Yeah, he's not as good as Jotaro on his first try. <laughs> no, third try. Sorry. Jotaro's um, just good at gaming. Jotaro becomes good at gaming. Kakyoin's cool. I like him, but there's we've mentioned this before there's not a lot of character to go around in part three polnareff gets a lot of it true <laughs> too much of it if you ask me no polnareff's a good guy he should have shared like some of it with everybody else no araki should have just given more <laughs> there wasn't enough to go around um is that for Ark? he's just there i yeah i mean 
It's not the best. Like we said, characters in part three are kind of flat. Um, vibes. Vibes. Bundle of ropes vibes. <laughs> what the fuck? He's a bundle of ropes. I always thought of them as like veins, think, which is worse. I think they're ropes. They might be ropes. They're like tendrils. They're gross. Hierophant green. Appearance. Hierophant... Its true form is a long web of tentacles. Yeah. Fucked up. Um, hey, we mentioned how we spoil things in this show, right? We do. Um, you ever notice how... You know how Geb cuts her... Or, uh... Uh, Kakyomi's face? Mm-hmm. You ever notice that it's, it's very similar to how Jotaro dies? Getting cut in the face? Yeah. And, like, we see the same kind of frame? Uh-huh. Fucked up. <laughs> and Jotaro's in the ocean when that happens, so but, it's, like, kind of water involved. But, 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 but Kakyomi actually dies, and he just gets punched into a clock real good. He gets donutted. Maybe Poochie was planning on doing that if Jotaro wasn't such a piece of shit and just went ahead and died first hit. True. You know, he really should have. Jotaro should have been more considerate. Huh? Yeah, Jotaro should have been more considerate and just died. I fully agree with that. I miss Kakyoin. I wish Kakyoin was in part four. It would have made it better. Would it? Yeah. True. Have you ever seen the the pieces of art of Kakyoin in part four? I have. It is. People do a good job. I, you know, I fully agree, but we need to stop talking about podcast. It needs to end now. Why? Because Paisley Park wins and Cream won. And that's it, baby. We could just keep talking forever, though, is the thing. All right. What do you want to talk about? Um. Well, before we talk about anything else, next episode is the last episode of round three. It's Sex Pistols versus Made in Heaven and Tattoo You versus The Fool. After that, there are 16 episodes left. That's it? I mean, there are 31 matchups left. Oh, so oh, so it works if we do the last episode as one matchup. Good. The last episode is just the finals, yeah. Good, 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 good. I'm glad that the math works out like that. Me too. I'm really glad that we planned it out that way. Oh, yeah. I'm glad that you planned this for us. <laughs> so what do you want to talk about if we're just chilling? Um, let's talk about Shadowlands. Alright, yeah. So like we said last episode, we record or today, we're recording multiple in one day. It's Sunday, November 22nd. World of Warcraft Shadowlands comes out tomorrow. I finally read into all the fights for Castle Nathria that I hadn't already. And they all seem really, really fun, actually. Uh, I don't... I have to refresh myself. I think I looked into all the ones in the first wing, but I don't remember most of them. Like, Shriek Ring, the first boss, seems like the worst, but the option for the second boss, the Huntsman, who always has a dog out? I play Destro Warlock, baby. That's gonna just be number padding for me. I looked into that, but when I looked at it, it was very bugged, and people just just killed him. Mm -hmm. So I don't know any of the mechanics for him. There were LOS issues. The mechanics are, I cast Havoc and do big damage. Oh, nice! Congratulations. I still have to decide on what class I'm going to play for raid. You need to decide. You need to, you Maybe, know. You need to decide yeah. by next Tuesday because that's when mythics start. Not plus, church, but just church. mythic zeros and Torghast. You need to start focusing that down. I want to play Casto. I might play Shadow Priest, but then Alexis is like, "I'll play Everybody Shadow Priest." Pl- don't play Shadow Priest. Why? If you want to play a caster, play a healer. No, that is a healer. <laughs> 
We we can't talk about this. This all has to be cut. This is nothing. Yeah, we can. We're only 40 minutes in. That's enough. It'll cut down to over 30 minutes. We're fine. I don't play I don't play shaman. Okay. Anyway, where can people find you on the internet, Kat? People can find me on the internet attack young kingdom. That's T A C H Y O N Kingdom. What do you do there? Um, I talk about monkeys and I um um I tweet. Where can people find you on the internet kingdom? Uh Twitter.com slash aliasparia. That's alias like the word P A R I A. Oh, what what do you do on your Twitter? <laughs> Um, talk about Xenoblade Chronicles, but probably playing the second one soon. I know, I already played the second one! I thought you were talking about the first one. I was, but I played the second one first. Why? Because I owned it. Um. Alright, then I'll probably talk about the first one f- next. The actual reason, I'll tell you what we're not recording. <sighs> a problem. Um, and you can find the show on Twitter at twitter.com slash standoffpodcast. There, you can find a link to our Discord to come hang out with us. And if you want to find our Patreon, go to standoff.website. For a dollar on our Patreon, you get episodes a couple of days early, and you also get monthly bonus episodes. Um, And for $5 a month, you can get recap, or you can just get episodes where we talk about chapters of the light novels one at a time. Right now, we're talking about George Joestar. We just talked about Chapter 10, the H.G. Wells, and let me tell you, that was a good episode. We haven't it recorded sure yet, was. but... Nope, it was a good episode. Probably, the, probably our best. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be talking about whatever the next George Joestar chapter is after that. I say George Joestar, not saying like, oh yeah, it's the light novel, but the character George Joestar, because it alternates between George Joestar and Joji Joestar. Who's also George Joestar. Who's also George Joestar, yeah. Th- thank you for listening. Like we said earlier, the next episode, Sex Pistols versus Made in Heaven and Tattoo You versus The Fool. After that episode, we'll also say this next week, but we're going to be taking a week off. And yeah, our music is Mad Rock is Strange City by Nice Wizard Music. Our email address is standoffpod at gmail.com. Please rate us on your podcast app of choice. And thank you for listening. As always, until next time. Stand proud. proud.